Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Greetings, friends, and welcome to episode 44 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. My name is Jeremy. With me is Jesse, and this is what happens when you give a couple of content creators a microphone and an amazing, beautiful, lovely audience. Jesse, how was your week? Uh, you want to know how my week was? I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first, because how was your week? Um, stressful, but good. I think um, I, I'm ready for school. school. The kids come back next week, so it's pretty good. Um, I've actually got to play some video games this week. I got to stream a few times this week, and it was just kind of nice. I've actually been getting up and kind of doing breakfast early and I've been running. And so it's, I've had kind of a really productive week. I finished a book. So nice. Yeah. Like I'm so pretty much your whole morning, your whole life now has been the Brady Bunch like song that a bright sunshine day, I guess. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I read an article the other day and I'll make this Mm -hmm. real quick about how CEOs and billionaires and these creative minds, how they spend their time. And, you know, we think they spend their time, you know, just, just, Counting money. Yeah, just, yeah, swimming around in gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. But I was kind of dove a little bit deeper into, you know, the successful mind of a, of a CEO and a billionaire. And, you know, Bill Gates, it, it, to me, yeah, he hasn't always done things 100%, you know, which everybody mm-hmm. agree with. But the 90s, I think his yeah. mind is just brilliant. Like, he's a brilliant mind. So I started reading how he literally reads, like, three books or something a week. And he'll read, like, over, you know, 50, 60 books a year. And I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. So that's my new goals. I'm going to start reading, reading more and not just like science fiction and fantasy, which is my favorite, but I'm going to start reading more books. So I finished a book about Pixar by Ed Catmull, who's the old CEO of Pixar um, and about it's called Creativity Inc. And it's just about mm-hmm. being creative and how a leader can be creative and how a person can be creative and how a team can work together to succeed, kind of like Pixar did uh, with with a loose structure, but still support. And, you know, that's hard, you know, in, in most of the businesses and jobs I've ever had, support and leadership is never, will never equal to, you know, a, a billionaire tech company, you know? So anyway, how was your week? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I stepped down from my previous at work where I was oh. doing extra stuff, but I took the pay cut. I was fine with that. I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm back to my normal job, which thank God I'm happy about that. I work in a warehouse, guys. So, and the strange thing about warehouse is you have people that just leave doors open. <laughs> and mm. we had we had a visitor come in and it it was a freaking hawk. It was a freaking hawk. Nice. And it just chose to pick on me this whole damn time. 
So <laughs> please tell me there's security footage of this. I don't know. I can't get it. <laughs> but it's just her dive bombing. I'm like, what the frick's going on here? I'm like, okay. And you know, I was like, it was Thursday. I was like, okay, hopefully the hawk's gone on Friday. Go in work go on, work Friday. Hawk is still there. Hawk is still looking for me. He's like, hello, Jesse. I'm like, oh, crap. So at this point, I post on Twitter. I'm Google searching, can I legally fight a hawk? Like, bare knuckle. Like, let's get it on. But no, I can't. And work has done, absolutely. like, my managers have done jack shit about this hawk. And I'm just like, okay. It's like getting close to the end of the day. I finally see their attempt, and I just start losing it, man. I thought their attempt. They think the world is this freaking hawk out is to use trail mix. What? Uh, exactly, trail mix. Like, fucking M&M's and peanuts. I'm like, so you want to use trail mix to lure a freaking carnivorous predator bird out? Yeah, a bird of prey, you know. And then I'm thinking, like, are they trying to Rube Goldberg and stuff? Like, you know, like, oh, we lure a mouse in. That mouse will get the hawk down. We lure this mallet. And I'm like, maybe, maybe. At this point, if the hawk is still there Tuesday with the holiday weekend, guys, I'm going to be shocked. Just call Animal Control. They won't call Animal Control. <laughs> you should just call. Say, hey, we got a hawk in here. And I'm it's not their manager. You. I'm not the freaking front person that runs that place. No, there's to be their job. If I'm getting attacked by a hawk. I want the insurance money. <laughs> it's like Kajiko Grunge Cop. Attacked by a hawk. <laughs> you should ask for uh, hazard pay come Monday. Say, hey, I need hazard pay. Well, why? Because there's a hawk in here and it's a hostile work environment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, one of the many things, but. No, I want to attack me. I want to. I want to take time off work and have, like, go to therapy. Like, I keep seeing hawks everywhere, man. <laughs> You should um you should walk in with with one of those you know really thick leather gloves that you know the falconers use to like catch the falconer <laughs> and walk in be a falconer like yeah hawk, come <laughs> just walk in and stand real tall and hold your hand up and go or hawk come to me and just <laughs> the elvis starts attacking you ah! <laughs> uh, yeah we we talk with them on Discord and they're like get one of those little like bird caps I'm like. That's for our falcons. I don't think I think it'll work that way because you know, you guys they train falcons, but can you train hawks? I don't know. I'm sure you can. I think you can actually train pretty much most birds. You know how to do stuff. So except those those damn grackles. Oh dear God. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> I don't I don't know I'm, what to say to that. And um, um, I did see your tweet about you know you you Googled how to legally fight a hawk. Um, yeah, what I mean, gave more me no advice. Oh, no advice. Okay. I was going to say whatever, you know, just to kind of question you, did it actually come up with results? So, um, it came with only like, like in case of bird in your house, I'm like, this is a giant warehouse. The ceilings are like, like up there. I'm not going to climb up there on something like that. I'm trying to coax a hawk down with a bed sheet. God. So. Yeah, me versus the hawk, guys. Uh, stay tuned for next week for round two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that actually is some big news. Um, but I know we have other big news in the video gaming world. So, Jesse, let's take some Arcade Raider news away. See what we got. Uh, okay, well, first of all, let's talk about something that happened. A lot of things happened this week. So we're going to talk about the first big thing. Let's talk about some tech. As gamers, we love tech. And 
gamers love pretty things. Uh, NVIDIA invites to Jensen Hong's kitchen. No, for real, we're showing his kitchen, and this man has too many damn spatulas. I don't know why. But besides the collection utensils, we gotta see what they're working on. They show us their new streaming software, which is pretty cool. It lets you fuzz your background up and get you a nice proper green screen without the green screen effect. So that's kind of nice. Um, and then it shows GPUs. Uh, the NVIDIA RTX 30 was showcased, and they are sexy as hell. Uh, the 3080, which I might have to pull and pick this up, uh, is faster and cheaper than the 2080. Like, we're talking a big drop in the bucket. The TI is still sitting at $1,200. The 3080, 700 so That's a big price drop, and it's a lot better. Uh, if you want something a little dreasable, there's a 370, and that's with the same level as a TI for 500 And then, hang on, let me, preach, let me paint you all a picture. So we're hearing all this information, we're seeing all these beautiful graphics. Jensen is telling us about, like, they're working on this massive, massive graphics card. And I shit you not, he pulls it out of his freaking oven like it's a Thanksgiving turkey. The 3090 that promises to give us 60 FPS at 8K. And that will set you back over $1,500. Holy crap. These, um, we're starting to get some next level stuff right here. 8K. Yeah, these new video cards are super nice. Um, yeah. I think, I, I, I really, it's, it's kind of cool seeing NVIDIA and AMD and, you know, kicking up. You know, their competition a little bit more, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think with this, more and more people are, you know, coming back to to PC gaming. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've seen a lot, you know, people wanting to come back to PC gaming, number one, you know, because nobody can give information about the new consoles and, you know, when they're due, you know, and, and things like that. Uh, but no, these video cards are super nice looking. Even mm -hmm. the $500 one, like I was looking at the comparison oh, yeah. earlier. I was... Yeah, like, I was contemplating buying that one. I was like, you know, that's like better than mine right now. Yeah, the thir it's the 3070. So the 3070 is is the one thing I looked at was the memory capacity, which was 8 gig, which is really nice. Um, the boost clock was super nice. Um, the bandwidth was 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 good. Like everything was looked really good. Um, so and it's the thing is, though, is it's being released later in October, which I was like, OK, why are they releasing? I, I get it. They're going to release the good ones so they can make the money off of it. And, you know make people wait yeah but no these these video cards look very nice i think even the even the 700 dollar price for that video card i think that's a really good price um i'm worried that that price will go up a little bit you know because of you know bitcoin miners and stuff like that i i i it looks good i think i would be definitely a fan of getting this if you're in for it if you need a new video card i think now is the time to go ahead and invest in that little bit long-term video card. And I think the 3080 would probably be your best bet um, unless you yeah, want to spend 1500 bucks. I have a buddy of mine who is going to spend the 1500 bucks and, and get I, that I, super I, sexy one. I just want to take a moment to laugh at people that decided to, um, you know, go and get the brand, like the TI, the 2080. And then they see the new ones like, wait a I spent this much money on a weaker card. <laughs> so I feel bad for those guys a lot more now. It's like, yeah. I'm going to give me a 2080. It's going to, it's going to be good. It's going to cost me this much money. Blah, blah, blah. Look at my big E-peen. And I'm like, 
But they've yeah. been talking about, but they've been teasing new generation video cards for months now. Well, they have been. I mean, we have so, the new console most soon, and they're talking about this is going to be in the Xbox Series X. So, you know. Yeah, and to do this before the new consoles drop, I think is a is a rather nice marketing idea too, because they're going to steal money from, you know, people. If sometimes you know people don't have a lot of money, so most people that do have a budget mm-hmm. are going to go well. I could get a super nice video card for seven hundred bucks, or I could get the PS Five or the Xbox Series X for probably five six hundred bucks. You know, maybe I'll just do the video card. You know, and so I don't know how it'd be interesting to see how that potentially could take sales away from the console. You know, world going on right now. Well, speaking of that, we got some more news coming our way from Sony. Uh, and speaking of PC gaming, of course, Sony wants to bring even more exclusives to PC. Uh, a statement from Sony says. We will explore expanding our first party titles to PC in order to promote profitability. So, Sony wants to get more cash because, let's face it, we saw how good Zero Dawn Hunter Horizon did and Death Stranding did. And I think it's a smart move, you know, overall. No, yeah. So, Horizon Zero Dawn for the PC, like, apparently did very well. Death Stranding did very well. I, I think those games are a little bit. I mean, I, I, I feel like those games, you know, are for those types of players. Um, so, but if they can start bringing more exclusives, like God of War to PC, you know, and wait, is God of War on PC? No, it's not. I don't think, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so, you know, if they start bringing their bigger, bigger titles or even their older, you know, titles mm-hmm. that kind of like, for instance, you know, when they brought Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden to PC, mm-hmm. you know, on Steam, that thing sold a bazillion copies. Like it was you know, Atlas was like, hmm, okay, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> you know, we can sell a ton of games on PC, adding to our our coffers there. I think it's smart. And I, I, you know, especially with, you know, Xbox, you know, the Game Pass, that typically when a Game Pass, you know, a game comes out, it's on Xbox console and it's on PC. I so, think, like, right now we're going to see PC, I, especially because right now, like, the whole console war, that's going to go on, but right now we're seeing more of a unity thing versus, you know, overall. Yeah. They understand, I, like, we can make profit all around. Yeah. Um. So, so one of the things that I'm curious about, though, is if they do start releasing more PC games. So let's say, you know, a new PC exclusive comes out in November. I don't think that they can wait till the following November to release it on PC. I think they're going to have to release it on PC faster. Um, I, now, I'm, I, I, I'm probably... I would hold off, personally, because you want to make money on your primary console. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, the same day, but yeah. I, I just feel like sometimes, you know, a year... Like, Horizon Zero Dawn came out, yeah. what, like, four years ago? That just seems like a long time, and, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn was an amazing game. To me, it was probably game of the year that year. And I... I don't know. I just, I just don't want to see games like sit there for like three, four years. And then I, I just feel like those games deserve more attention. And, but that, you know, that's a personal thing. And I'm, I, I know people are probably like, Oh, well you're wrong. And that's great. No, no. I just I, hate I that a really here. good game. Yeah. I just hate that a really good game just sits and, you know, but maybe now that PlayStation is really interested in this, maybe they're not going to do that as much. Maybe they'll give it a year or two, which cool is cool. Um, to still play a good game because you know if you if you create a game DLC probably comes out you know three to six to nine months after that so you're really kind of keeping the momentum so I just I just don't want these games to be lost 
in a sense. And that's because I'm a fan. Like I'm a, yeah. like, you know, I'm a huge fan. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn was great. I haven't played Death Stranding, but I've heard really super good things about it. I think what they're going to do is wait till all DLC for their game drops. Like, Locker, like, sorry, I've seen Locker Horizon. I mean, sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn. Freaking damn game tales anime. Um, like how that dropped, and all of a sudden, like, all DLCs with it. Was there DLC for that game? Not quite sure. For which one? Uh, uh, Horizon. Uh, yeah, there was a DLC. There was like a there was like an addition to it. I don't remember what it and was, I'm, but there's a game I'm not of the sure year edition. Included. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it was included, but I think that's what they're going to do now is like give you all DLC on PC. So if you wait longer, you pretty much get the game of year edition. Yeah. Which I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm like you know screw it. Like I'll definitely buy it there. You know, because let's face it, right now I'm not going to buy every console coming out. I'm not. I have to think like my bottom dollar. Like, where am I here, you know? I can't be like, I'm going to spend, like, 800 bucks on, like, consoles and another $800 on cost next year. Like, no, I got to tone it down and stick to the one thing I know well, and that is PC gaming. But yeah. that's me. Yeah, and I, I again, I still think that they could release them sooner. I mean, X, Xbox releases their games on PC and console the same day. Yeah, I don't know why they do that, you know? What? I guess they're depending on Game Pass to make up for it. I don't That's know. where it's come from. Yeah, because I think they're making a lot more money in Game Pass. Like how, uh, I think how CFP is still making money from that, you know. But, mm. you know, let's not focus on PC and PS2 because we got uh, another Nintendo Direct. I mean, this isn't real Nintendo Direct. This is the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Town Direct. And we got. A lot of Mario goodness from this. And uh, oh boy, uh, there's going to be a Super Mario game watch with Super Mario and Super Mario Lost Levels on it. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for the Switch. That's going to be a Wii U port to the Switch. Uh, Super Mario 35 was going to be a Mario Battle Royale, which that'll be interesting to see. Mar- Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, uh, AR Switch games to play off RC cars. Uh, some other things you can buy in stores, like, I don't know, like shoes and shirts. <laughs> uh, you got Puma shoes coming out. You got Mario blouse and overalls. We're getting Animal Crossing, sorry, Animal Crossing items you can build in Mario. I mean, for Mario, I guess. Because, you know, might as well put it everywhere. Uh, Splatfest. I mean, so much more crap. So much more crap. Not only that, they also dropped Super Mario All-Stars for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System on the virtual console. So that's kind of nice to play all four of those games again in the better graphics. And finally, the one thing we went for, Super Mario 3D All-Stars with Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Holy crap. I can't believe they finally did it. But... I am kind of disappointed because I thought they include all the 3D Marios that were between that period, and they're missing Galaxy 2. But still, that is that is sexy as hell. No, all that stuff is really pretty cool. The but again, you know, we grew up with Mario, so we mm-hmm. love Mario. He is Mario, and all those characters are are our statues. Dad? You know, they're they're our go-to characters you know 
So the one thing that there was a bunch of things that caught my attention here. The little, you know, the little watch portable combo thing or whatever. The game watch? Yeah. yeah that was a little interesting. It's kind of like, hmm, are they just trying to, you know, it's like a throwback item. Um, it seems like a big collector's uh, I item. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. It's a big collector's item. I don't know how much it is. Um, it looks kind of cool. It kind of makes some, oh, I could, you know, I could, that's kind of neat. Um, but I don't know what it is. I don't even know if you can order it yet. Um, No idea on that one, but I think it's going to come out like next year, like springtime. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or, or later time. Oh, November 13th. Yeah, and one thing we didn't mention too is a lot of these things are under exclusive release time frame. So like yes. from the day of release to like March 21st, mm-hmm. Mario Day. Yeah, yeah. So you have limited yeah. time to order Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And that's going to jack up the price. I have, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I ordered it while we were preparing for the podcast, right? But then, like, after a few minutes, in my head, I'm like, man, maybe I should have grabbed, like, two copies, you know, because that game's probably going to be selling for a couple (laughs) hundred bucks, you know, when they pull it. But, you know. But I'm excited. Super uh, Super Mario 64 holds a special place in my heart because I I I think love everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loved that game. And And the Galaxy's great. Sunshine's good. So this is a oh, great lineup. Oh yeah, sunshine. That's why I said good. Uh, but the things that we talked about is it's sixty dollars. Sixty bucks. Sixty dollars. Sixty bucks. That's Which, a I, lot. Yeah, Nintendo is gonna make money from this. They make bank. They're making bank off one game this year. Actually, two games. Animal Crossing. Forgot Animal Crossing. They have made bank. They have printed money this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Nintendo. And you know what? That probably, maybe, I don't know, speculatively thinking about it, that might have paid for all this stuff. <laughs> you know, the completion of all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I still want to see Paper Mario get released. Like, bring me out the old Paper Mario's like Thousand Year Door and yeah. original for 64. I think they're doing great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. You know, with all the, the remakes, why not just remake Mario 3 and make it 3D? Like, you know... And then make it super, you know, do it in Unreal Engine. I don't know. That'd I mean, be kind of creepy. <laughs> first person, Battle Royale, Mario 3. <laughs> Mario 3, Battle Royale. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Mario 35, which is pretty much a 35-man Battle Royale to play Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That thing is going to piss off so many people. Holy sh... Like, you thought Tetris 99 pissed you off. Just wait till you play Mario 35. Holy shit. Well, even the, the, they're adding, I think they're adding some limited time events too in Mario Kart as well, right? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, they're adding, I think there's going to be a few, like, championship races, I guess. No, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's going to be a few, like, tournaments, I guess, especially for Smash Butters. And they're doing the home circuit thing, which is kind of neat. I guess it's like an augmented reality sort of. Yeah, you have a little RC car with a camera on it, and it's augmented reality. You put gates around your house, and it's like, okay, drive to where the next hole is. You know, like, okay, this is your course. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. You got the room for it. Yeah, and from September 9th to 23rd, the Mario Kart Tour will have a special Super Mario Kart Tour event and will feature special appearances by Mario SNES and Donkey Kong Jr. SNES from the original Super Mario Kart. Um, there's okay, also got to re-download Mario Kart Circuit. Yeah, really re- <laughs> yeah. There's also uh, a Mario themed Splatfest coming to uh, Splatoon in January. 
So in March, the Super Mario themed furniture will be available in Animal Crossing New Horizons. So there's so much. And that's cool to celebrate Mario. I mean, because let's face it, this Super Mario Brothers games opened up so much. You know, it, it, it opened up so much. It brought to life, you know, the power of video games and the power of Nintendo and how amazing these creations are. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, well, we go from, oh boy, we can go from stuff we can't get yet to stuff we can get now. Oh boy, well, we got one game this week. Uh, September 10th, you can pick up, tell, sorry, tell September 10th on Epic Store. You can pick up Into the Breach. Uh, we were talking about this game. It's a little roguelike RTS mm-hmm. tactical game. So enjoy that. It has mechs in it. It's all right. Yeah, it's an all right game. It's pretty good. Kind of, yeah, you know, right. if you like those sort of games. If you want to get pissed off, go for it, you know. <laughs> well, that was a lot of news. And every week we also like to take a question. So let's get the mailbag. How about that? Sounds good. Sounds good. We'd like to take a look at a question or a topic going on in the video game world with a mailbag question. And in this case, all these new games coming out, this person said they're finding it. They're finding they want to and are buying every new game that comes out. This could be a problem. With more games popping up, what are some tips for limiting the games you add to your library and especially your backlog? Now, I know we all have this issue is we, we hear about a game, we see about a game, uh, we experience, you know, FOMO. We experience, you know, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I've got to play that game. It looks so good. You know, it's being advertised on TV. But we do have some kind of tips and tricks to, number one, temper your expectations. So, Jesse, what are some things you do to kind of limit your video game buying or to just kind of keep building up your backlog? Uh, I just say wait for the end to go on sale probably during, like, Steam summer sale or winter sale. Also, waiting for the Humbones to come out because usually, like, you're getting like games that just released like six months ago on there. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I, I have a really bad backlog. Have you seen my Steam library? I got a, I got a really bad backlog. Let's, I won't talk about that, but we're over like one thousand five hundred games in there. Uh, so it's more just trying to pace yourself. Like, remember, like you only play one game at a time. You know? Yeah. It's not like yeah, I'm gonna. Fire up Tony Ice over here. I got Avenge on this monitor. I got NBA 2K 2021 on the Xbox rear. I'm playing Animal Crossing with my feet. <laughs> it's it's like you got another, you got only two hands, so take your time, you know. And I would say maybe like buy two games at a time. Like we'll get into that a little later, but you know. So that's my question something. for you. What do you do if if three or four games that you really want to play come out in the same week. Like, what do you I do? Tr- okay, well, well, this week we had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Marvel Avengers, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's good because Tony Hawk is a perfect pick-up, put-down game. You know, you don't need to invest your story mode. You know, none there. So that's good, like, for, like, 
an hour at a time gameplay. Was great for like mornings or like I just want to chill a little bit. Like uh, Avengers, a story based game, which you can like, you know, spend more time in, you know, weekends. It's kind of like when you have an RPG and you want to play some shooter games, you know, like multiplayer, have something like, have variety, you know? That's, I'm, I'm bad buying games. I'm bad. I, I spend weeks with that games, FYI. Um, yeah, but um, see, that's an interesting point is developers and publishers know that though. Yeah. You know, they, they, and you know, they know that you're going to do that. They know that yeah. they have these brilliant marketing strategies and brilliant plans and they know how to make a trailer look absolutely amazing destiny destiny to me the the uh, you know the creators of destiny right now uh bungie and all that they are absolutely freaking brilliant about making those videos for their new content because they're always so absolutely gorgeous you know, mm-hmm. they're they're yep. rendered super nicely. They're flawless. And it just keeps people coming back and paying for the next thing and paying for the next thing. And, you know, they they know that. That's a that's a you know, that's a tactic, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna guess, you know, and go out on a limb. But yeah, so they I, I do think that. it comes down to it's like do you have time in your schedule to play a game like that? You know? And none of us really do, let's be honest. You know, I unless, mean, unless we don't have a job, you know, unless, you know, we are independently wealthy, none of us really have a good amount of time to play video games. Well, it's like, you know, when's your free time, you know, when's most of our free time where relaxed to play video games? Weekends. Weekends, yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, you being a father and us both being married. Yeah, we, we have other we, we have, have other to, jobs, you know, we have other duties. Yeah. Duty is a bad word. Um, I, we have other responsibilities, Duty. you know. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. five-year-old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, friends. Hey, hey, hey. I podcast with the. We're both ten years old. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, no, but so so you know some of my things that that I do like like you said, try to not buy more than one or two games at a time. Try to only play. Try to think about okay, this game looks really good, but number one, what time of the year is it, and will it potentially be on sale for Christmas? You know that happens a lot. You know, a lot of games come out during the summertime, and then by Christmas time, they're thirty bucks. So you're paying. Yeah, exactly. Price. Pay attention to sales. The summer, the summer Steam sale, the winter Steam sale, Xbox does sales, PlayStation does sales. You're Target absolutely once right. In a while, yeah, you're set. Yeah. Humble Bundle. If you are a PC player, watch the Humble Bundle packages because you know they're not always just indie games. Sometimes they do mm. toss in, you know, like a really nice AAA game. I mean, it might be a year or two old. But sometimes they do it. Also, Humble, you know, you can sometimes get discounts. If you subscribe to the Humble Bundle monthly, you can get a discount on games, uh, PC games, and even Switch games, correct? I think you can which Switch I, games. Which I highly, oh, well, not Switch games so much, like Switch games that do go on sale, but well, it's kind of weird. They're yeah. not like the the Mario Switch games. You know, they're they're the, the, uh, the oh gosh, they're like the third party. Well, sort of Humble Switch doesn't really like, you know, put like, them on sale unless Nintendo puts them on sale, you know, yeah. on their actual console. Yeah, but if you get the discount, like right now, Monster Hunter World, a fantastic game on Humble, is fifteen dollars. That's definitely a good buy for fifteen bucks. You know, so watch the sales. You know, watch watch what's going on. Is 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 my suggestion? And don't oh, it's fifteen for you. Holy, it's like thirteen fifty for me. Both on oh yeah, subscriber. but you have Humble Bundle monthly, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a subscriber anymore. I let that go, which I feel bad that I let that go. But I, you know, I had to reduce some subscriptions. Anyway, oh, no, so yeah. you know, but but you can get these games for you know at a discounted price, especially if you do the monthly you know subscription pass. So the other thing too is. With a lot of games coming out, and this was another topic we talked about earlier, with a lot of these games, you're not sure if you want to buy it. Another thing, another suggestion too is watch a streamer play the game. You know, uh, and I have different opinions on that. We won't go too deep into, you know, who you watch. But, you know, you could probably find a really good, honest, opinion streamer that, you know, is not just being paid to play the game. You know, they're out there. I have three in my head right now that I can think of. If you're not, right if, if, if you want to check, yeah, if you want to check the games, watch a streamer play it and get yeah. their thoughts. Um, like I know one specific streamer that every time he starts to play a game after like a day of playing it on his stream, he will basically do a live post and post it on YouTube of his initial thoughts on the game. You know, look for that. That could help curb some of your purchasing, you know, that, so the sales, watching streamers to see if it's an absolute game that you absolutely want to get and don't feel bad. Don't don't feel like you can't ask you know these streamers questions like, "Hey, tell me something about the gameplay," or "Hey, how can you show me how the the text looks in the quest box?" You know things like I that. Wanna, I want to counteract that because people ask me that question like, "How's the game?" Like I just started this game like five minutes mm. ago. Chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm more I'm more alluding to you know ask them to show you like the UI. Or if it's like a more, if let's say it's just like a fighting game. Hey, can you show me the moves for this player? Sure, you know, and you know, get a good idea of that. Or hey, I'll play that player next, and then you can see some of their moves. You know, so we have a way to kind of preview our games before we buy them. And I used to be the one too that I'm buying that day one, but now I'm not. Like I give it a few weeks, and I will then okay, cool, I'll buy that game. Now if it's a game I really want, you know, that I'm a huge fan of. Like if they release a new Persona, if they release Persona Six tomorrow, I would stay up in the middle of the night just to get it. You would pretty much like drop shot right then there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but you, but anyway, so that's a really good question. There are plenty of you know ways to limit the games. Uh, You know, look at your time, check sales, and then just wait. And then you know also watch some streams. Best method is just waiting, just waiting for most games. Like I'm looking at a past like a. Bundle choice. This is from August, like last month's, and I got vampired. Now that dropped like I want to say a year and a half ago. Yes, you know, and it's a high score game. It's like eight out of ten, eight out of ten, eight out of ten, nine out of ten. You know? Yeah. So I mean, and it's like check the sales. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Check sales. Do something. You got gains from that. You know. You don't. Like with games going up to seventy bucks a pop, you just have to slow your roll down. You know, yeah. remember that your funds, if you're unless you're stinking fucking rich or you have daddy, um, your funds are limited. Your funds are limited, so yeah. just calm it down. And finally, Game Pass. Yes. Fuck. Hundred percent. We top. We yeah, top us all the time. Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Or you play whatever going with there or EA. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got option to come out. Sorry, one second. I dropped in there. Um, like yeah. when I, like when we saw Star Wars Jedi Jedi Fallen Order, I didn't buy it. I paid my fifteen bucks. And I was able to play it for a month. You know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's what it's about. 
And I'm happy with that. I was happy with my choice. So that's how you do it. With all these subscription services coming out, doing something like Game Pass or any of those things will help you out as a gamer. Yeah, exactly. So look at your options. Just just, just don't think with your heart, I guess. That's kind of weird. <laughs> That's uh, kind of weird to say. Don't, don't, I guess, don't, don't listen to the devil life. on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't listen to the devil on your shoulder. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, just think logically like a gamer because there's only so much time you have, like you said, and you only have so much, so many you can play. You can't play a thousand games at the same time, so... That's good tips. So, yeah, that's a good question. And, and, you know, that's obviously a question that we have to mentally tackle and address all the time. So thanks for asking that. All right, let's move on to the games we're playing for the week. So every week, Jesse and I play older new games, and we talk about them on the podcast in a segment we call What is Tickling Our Funny Bits? Jesse, what is tickling your funny bits this week? I got really, really bored because I was waiting for games to come out. Like, we always are. You know, we yeah. always are. Um. So I hopped back in the Sass Factory because I was like, you know, I haven't played in a while. And also I wanted to kind of like be all like, yeah, this is going to be badass and all this other stuff. And I can tell the Sass Factory all I want to. I've been playing that game ever since I got it for like early access like a long time ago, like, like a year and a half ago. And I would still recommend if you want a good factory game that's fun and enjoyable, there you are. Then I was feeling a little bit like a achievement whore, which... We all get that way. Um, so I'm going to say while I'm playing, I will take all your judgment. And I will say, screw you. I'm going to complete the game 100%. Disneyland Adventures on Game Pass. Now, I'd be like, Burger, what the hell? Jesse, the shit. I'm like, yeah, exactly. And just because I was talking to another friend of mine, we're like, so I saw you're playing this. Like, yeah, I saw you're playing it too. It's like, you know, for achievements? Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> good luck. And I'm just doing it for achievements at this point. That's my, I got a good hour to kill. Let's try to get some achievements. But then, like we talked about last week, of what I'm going to pick up, Tony House Procurator 1 and 2. And I think we're going to talk with that a little later because that way we can both go oh my god right but then marvel adventures mm. and i'm enjoying that story i think they're doing a great choice of making you follow uh another character i won't spoil anything to anyone here i am three chapters in and i'm enjoying it i'm probably gonna play more after podcast but jeremy oh what have you been playing so like i said i've been streaming a lot this or streaming a few times this week and i actually got to play some games um, I feel bad that I've put a few games on the back burner and haven't finished it, even though I'm so close to them. But I just couldn't help it. I got tempted by a game last week. I watched Co Carnage play this game, and or a week and a half ago or so, and I got so tempted to play this game that I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to play this. Uh, Wasteland 3. So Wasteland mm-hmm. 3 is kind of like a, a strategic RPG, sort of kind of like XCOM. And hot damn, is it not a fantastic game? It is silly. It's, it's The writing is pretty decent um it does kind of give me a little uh fallout or it's not fallout far cry 5 vibe uh, but man it is it is really good i'm having a great time playing it i think i'm maybe about halfway through the game right now um i just found an area where everything was super easy but then one part of the area it was super hard 
So I'm going to have to kind of come back and figure that out. Um, but yeah, it makes me think, and I really like that it's making me think, and it's making me juggle my saves. So before I actually, before I realize that I'm going into something, I'll save something, you know, so that way I can kind of come back, like, okay, if I made the wrong decision. But I'm really enjoying quick that save. game. Quick save, like a mofo. Quick save, and then, but me, I actually do hard saves, just because I'm, oh. I'm kind of like, I'm worried Dude, that. that kind of got, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you I know, know, I've, I've yeah. had games that saves corrupted, that, like quick save, that, so yeah. I've, yeah, anyway. Um, and then of course, yesterday I was so excited about this game yes. all day. I got yes. Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, um, remake Dude, right? remaster. <laughs> when you first oh start God. the game, yes. yes, like the second it goes to like, you know, the, Hey, this is a game created by Activision, blah, 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 vicarious, whatever it plays Goldfinger. Yep. <laughs> and it just immediately, like I was on the couch last night. I just immediately went, Holy shit, this is awesome. And I just like watched the the I listened to that song and watched the opening scene. And it was just yeah. so just it was nice. Because like it's you a, said, it's, it's a great game. It's a great game. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 are great games. It's it's a game too that you don't have to play for 20 straight hours. You don't have to play for a hundred hours. You could just play, learn tricks, listen to music. Uh, it's honestly one of those games that it's probably a really decent streaming game because you don't have to, you know, focus hey. on the story. Yeah. What story? There's no story. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, You're a skateboarder. Go skate. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, the way they've redone, you know, the way they've kind of polished things and cleaned things up. Um, there's a little bit different, you know, nuances. I feel it's a lot smoother, like a lot smoother. Oh, um, especially recovery when you do bail. Yeah. It's just- yeah, that is my favorite thing. It's like that is what I love about this. Yeah, it's so like much. a video glitch. It's kind of like you know, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, of course, Tony Hawk narrates some of the stuff. It's just so good. The music's great. The levels are still what you. I remember, you know, skating. You know, in these levels, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It brings back you know memories and and the tricks and it's pretty challenging too because some of the you know some of the challenges are you know get a hundred thousand points in one you know timed. In one time scenario, which is pretty tough if if you if you're not super good at it, um, but you know I like going around and collecting things. I I've I've opened up like the first four levels I think, and Tony Hawk. Okay, won. we're the same we're the, we're the same place then. Yeah. Yeah, and I ha- I still oh. have a hundred percent at a couple of them. I'm just going through and just doing things. You know, I want to open up as many levels as I can and then bounce back and forth. And I think that's the joy of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is the fact that you can do that and you don't feel like you're rushed to get to the end mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. Because you're still learning. You're still kind of like playing a game. And that game is totally fine that we start our runs. Like, I didn't do that jump, jump right. You know, I think I'm going to make this time. Oh, restart run. You know? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Restart run. And you know what? For for older guys like me who, you know, I'm not as quick to do some of the tricks anymore. Um, you know, you can still, it's, those are the mods. You can turn to balancing, you know, to where it automatically balances for you, which comes in handy, you know, especially if you're trying to get those big, you know, tricks and 100,000, you know, points or whatever. Sometimes it does come in handy, so it's it's good. I think it's going to be something great. I want my son to play it. Like I, I really want him to check it out. Like that's what your dad used to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what and fun this is was. ska. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> another thing. I was talking to my uh, buddy about that last night. I was like, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater introduced so much music to kids and teenagers that normally would never have heard those musicians. 
you know, you got Goldfinger, you got Dead Kennedys, uh, Anthrax with Public Enemy, you know, a, a Rage Against the Machine. And I think it was, so, it's to me what makes the game so appealing and so positive is showing that music, but also introducing kids to ska, you know, to rap, to, you know, rap mixed with metal, to metal, to rock, to, you know, uh, punk. Like, I love that it incorporates all music types, and it's not just one type of music. And to me, again, it's just one of those games that back in the day just introduced kids and teenagers to, to these really good musicians and different types of music and just opened their mind to how amazing music is in a video game. I want to say one thing. I love the creative character, including the whole, like, customize your board stuff, because you can so scratch marks on your board. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Cool. this. The, the, the small little details about it that make me so happy. Yeah, there's so and much even, customization. Even though it's like a small little amount, it makes me happy as someone that likes to create a character and just see yourself in the game. Yeah. And yeah, I enjoy that. It's neat. It's neat for uh, sure. What about new releases, though? Let's let's bounce on because we're going to oh, talk you, about you, Tony Hawk all day. I think we can talk about Tony Hawk all day. Okay, so new release this week for week December 6th is Tony Hawk. I'm sure you play that, guys. Um, I'm <laughs> kidding. For the, Game release for the week of September 6th. Get ready, guys. We got Kingdoms of Allure Re-Reckoning uh, for PS4, Xbox One, PC on September 8th. Necromundo Under Hive Wars for PS4, Xbox One, PC on September 8th. Okunaka Madness. For PlayStation 4, Xbox One, P- Switch, and PC on September 8th. Star Renegades on PC on September 8th. The Sims 4, Star Wars, Journey to Bat 2, Game Pack. For PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The Outer Worlds, Perils of Gorgon DLC. For PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 9th. Bounty Battle for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. M.O. Astray for Switch on September 10th. And Internal Drift for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on September 11th. So, not that much this week. Uh, probably Kingdom of War be your game to pick this week, I want to say. Yeah, Kingdom's, it, that was a big selling game back in the day, Kingdom's Amalur. Everybody loves Reckoning, yeah. <sighs> not a fan. Like, it was good. It reminded, you know, it was it was it had some Dragon Age stuff in it, some Fable stuff. I just really wasn't a huge yeah. fan of it. I felt like it fell short and also in that time I was coaxing to buy it by a, a sneaky target employee mm. it's like if you don't enjoy this game I will pay for your copy I'm still looking for him <laughs> I want my goddamn 60 bucks back yeah yeah I'm I'm I, I'm good because now it's going to give me another week to to finish up Wasteland so that's pretty nice I mean like right now we got a little downfall week with I'm totally fine with unless you want to play the Outer Worlds Perils of Gorgon. I know we're all waiting for that DLC. I mean, as much no as I ever. loved, yeah, as much as I loved Outer Worlds, I just I'm I was good with the story. I, like, it was a one player like for me. I think it is coming too late. I think yeah. it came way too late. I think that whole joy of the Outer Worlds is gone. And unless they want to introduce something more badass to it. Yeah, no, I, I will bypass this. I don't even remember the whole damn story of that game. All I remember was you had a Rick and Morty-like character being crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're moving Nasty on. Birds. Obsidian's moving on to making its new stuff, so. Well, folks, that's a lot of information for you. But unfortunately, it's that time again. We have to go. Jesse, let's sell out our content and promote where 
you know, the folks can find us across the internet. You can come find me in jail and I define defeat that hawk. Um, can you come find me on twitch.tv slash tag underscore burger on stream pretty much daily. Come see us play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and maybe some other crap confined. Come follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tapper where I'm posting it regularly. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Jerry, where can we find you at? You folks, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. You can also find my silly posts on Twitter at Mr. Skyroby. And of course, what little YouTube videos I have at Mr. Skyroby on YouTube. And that does it for our time this week, folks. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world with random usings and discussions. Until we see you again, friends, have fun playing your games. And Jesse, leave the hawk alone. No, I will not leave the hawk alone.